during the season of Lent, um, we are we're going to drop this this video every Wednesday, and it really is designed to help us think through the things that separate us from God. We're we're going to address those sins, that time of of penance, where where we take a look and and are introspective about our life. Um, we're going to talk about pride on this Wednesday, so I I hope that you'll tune in and and be a part of that. During the season of Lent on Sundays, we're going to tell the stories of Jesus. We do that because if you look through the New Testament, as Jesus approaches his time of crucifixion, he tells stories to help us see the kingdom of God. He doesn't run around with his disciples telling them all the things in their life that that are sinful. He doesn't preach about sin to all the the folks that are gathered on the hill. Rather, he tells them the kingdom is coming. Here's what the kingdom looks like. Here are the ways that you will enjoy the kingdom, the ways that you should invest and enrich your life. And so over the next few Sundays, we're going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about what the kingdom looks like, how we can take this life that we have been given, invest it in ways that truly change the lives of others, change our own life, but truly bring glory to God. Those stories, they tell us the very heart of God. That's important. If we don't know the heart of God, how will we ever reflect it? And if we understand the heart of God, one to be of of judgment, one to be of, of a God that is harsh and and it'll distort how we live our life. It'll distort how we reach out and, and really reflect what that love of God looks like. This Friday, we had a funeral service for one of the dear saints of Ashland that had passed on. And, and during the course of the service, we talked about those words that we all long to hear. The words that, that when we get to heaven, we, we hope that Jesus turns to us and says, Well done, good and faithful servant. In the last weeks of his life, Jesus focuses on what it looks like for us to hear those words. The things that we need to do. The things that, that are an encouragement in the kingdom to come. And, and we're going we're gonna to spend some time just telling those stories. Those stories speak for themselves. And I hope that you hear them with the spirit in which Jesus originally shared them. To God be the glory. Over the next 40 days, the next six Sundays as we gather together, I hope that's our theme. To God be the glory. To God be the glory in, in the ways that we live. It, to God be the glory in the ways that we share who we are. To God be the glory in the time that we gather and worship together. Keep in mind, knowing God makes all the difference. I mean, that's... That's the whole point of doing morning devotions. So that you open scripture and read about this loving God that we serve. It's important to spend time in prayer. It makes a connection in the conversation that we have with God. 
And when we more fully know God, we more fully reflect God. That's Lent. It is coming closer in a way that more truly reflects God. During the season of Lent, we have historically given things up. That's the penance part. That is, I will give this up so that, that I, may, I may draw closer to God. And, and, and I, hope, I hope you've considered doing that. But I also hope that you have considered doing something that you haven't done before. We're going to talk about each of our talents. How do we invest? How do we invest those gifts, those, those things that God has given to each of us? Because we all have them in ways that, that truly make a difference in the lives of those around us, but, but make a difference in ourselves. The more we focus on being like Christ, the more we ask God to purify our hearts, the better able we are to tell the story ourselves, not just verbally, but with the life that we live. Today, Kathy told you we're going to talk about the talents. And as you hear the story, as, as Jesus talks about this story, he uses the illustration of bags of gold. Now, it's easy to go to a monetary mindset as you hear this, but, but it's not a monetary story in and of itself. Certainly, we all have those financial resources that, that we can share, and, and Jesus encourages us to do that. But I want you to hear it in terms of who you are, of the particular gifts and graces that God has given to you. Those things that you can share with your family, with your church, with your community. How have we used them? How have we invested them? Hear these words. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability, and then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once, put his money to work, and gained five more bags. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the one who received one bag went off dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I've gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You who have been faithful with a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man who had two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who'd received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I know that you're a hard man, harvesting where you've not sown, gathering where you've not scattered seed. So I was afraid. 
and I went out and hid your gold in the ground. So here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I haven't sown and gather where I've not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has been given much, they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. You know, the story, in, in all of its glory, is about honoring God. And I hope that it makes us think about, how do we honor God? How do we honor God? Certainly, we all have gifts. We all have talents. You know, for different people, it's a different story. All of us are unique, yet together... Together, the things that we can accomplish, they're, they're, they're endless. What I love about the United Methodist Church is that it invites us not only to gather together in this, this thing we call a church, but, but all of those churches connect to one another, and they connect globally. We're able to do things together. We could never consider doing it doing alone, and we, and we do it by, by joining together those different gifts. If something happens anywhere around the world and there is a need, the first people on site are generally United Methodists. Because that's our understanding of discipleship. That's our understanding of serving. Our understanding of bringing the kingdom a step closer. Coming to the heart of God, serving together. It's about faithfulness. How will you be faithful with what you have? You know, in the course of, of my life in ministry, I've heard people say, well, I have done that and I don't need to do that anymore. And it's almost as though that you you know, we speak a lot about retirement in my household right now because my wife's going to retire on Tuesday. It's like we get to a point in our faith life that we can retire. Guess what? You never retire as a disciple, ever. But it's a privilege to be a disciple. We always, we always have something that we can do. I will grant you we can't do the same things at 90 that we did at 20. That's okay. Those gifts are continually evolving. 20 years ago, Kathy would have never thought that she is a preeminent star on the big screen. But she is. She is. She brings the story of Jesus to our kids in a powerful way. Each of us have gifts, and they develop with time. They develop if we'll allow God to move in us and through us and actually use those gifts not that we're better at one age than at another. It's that our willingness to use what God gives us never wanes. We always, we always want to take what we have 
and use it in a way that brings honor and glory to God. You heard in the passage, to whom much is given, what? Much is expected. That's what I love about this church. You, you as a church understand that. We're able to make significant investments in our community. We're able to make significant investments around the world. Don't forget, it wasn't long ago we built a chapel for a church in Mozambique. We did that not because we planned to, but because your generosity exceeded our wildest expectations. And God matched those things up our gifts and their needs and it became a gift to us to serve their need you know that's that's powerful stuff and each of us each of us have been given much it's easy to try and start trying to equate you know what i have with what you have and what you have with what our neighbor has and 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 did you hear in the story that's not that's not what God's talking about. You know, he, he gives to each of us because, because he sees within us the ability to use those gifts. The only question is, will we use them? Will we invest them? Look at your talents. Take an inventory. What are the things you're good at? Now, I know we've got a lot of humble people here and you're saying, well, you know, there are not that many things I'm good at. But there are. And here's how you find out. Ask somebody in your life. Ask somebody. Ask your friends. Ask your family. They'll surprise you. They'll see things in you that maybe you don't see in yourself. They'll see gifts and graces that, that maybe you've just taken for granted because you've had them. And you don't see how powerful they are. God wants to use them. And when we recognize them, when we're willing to invest them, again, to whom much is given, much is expected. But did you hear in the story the reward from making the investment? What God says is, you can't outgive me. We give from a sense of blessing, that generosity, not from a sense of scarcity. And when we do that, what happens is, God says, man, that's awesome. Let me trust you with a little more. That's wonderful. Let me give you a little more. When we're willing to take the risk, when we're willing to make that investment, when we're willing to give of ourselves and trust in God's goodness, it changes us. Lent is a measured segment of time. 40 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday. Back the Sundays out, they don't count. At least they don't count in that number. But, but you can do anything for a period of time. 
The amazing thing is that if you'll do it for 40 days, do you know what happens? It becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. Now, if you've given something up, don't think that you want to develop that as a habit, though there are things maybe we ought to give up as a habit. But, but for the most part, if you take something on and, and, and you do it for, for 40 days, it's going to become a part of your life. And that's, that's the investment. That's, that is really striving to be closer to the heart of God, to give back those gifts and graces, those talents that we've been given to make a difference in the kingdom to come. Live life to the fullest. Don't hold back. You know, none of us know None of us know how long this life on this planet will be. Give all that you've got. Live life, I, I used to say, live life like your pants are on fire. Just go. Just go. Just do. And one day, one day, when we stand before Jesus, we'll hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Would you pray with me? Lord, as we gather this morning, we are thankful for the many ways that you gift us. You bless us with, with talents. You, you bless us with abilities. And you invite us to join together with those around us, to invest them, to share them, to reflect your heart in ways that draw others to know you. Lord, we're thankful for this season of Lent, and we ask that, that as we take it day by day, each day we'd be encouraged and strengthened, each day that, that we make that step you'll purify our life and purify our heart that we might more boldly serve you lord we ask your blessing and we ask it be to your glory we ask it in jesus name amen mm -hmm.